Whenever we look at moving forward in our lives, the uncomfortable topic of forgiveness comes up, doesn't it? It's really difficult for us to forgive when we are looking at situations or behaviors that we consider to be unforgivable. But that's only because we're looking at forgiveness from a perspective that doesn't allow us to understand the true nature of forgiveness and what it can really accomplish for us as far as empowering us and helping us to move on in a very clear and confident way. So let's talk about the five reasons why forgiveness is so hard and how you can forgive with grace and ease and in an empowered and clear and confident way. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast, and I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. I know that everyone reading this article or listening to this podcast can think of a life situation where someone treated them badly and they're still angry, hurt, or upset over it. And if that person is someone they interact with regularly, the hurt is replayed in excruciating detail every time you see them or even think about them. People say we should forgive the other person in these situations and then let it go. Maybe we should, but how do we do that while not feeling disempowered and out of control? Forgiveness is a hard thing to do for a lot of reasons, and all of them are personal and all of them are valid. Forgiveness is a choice we can make much more easily when we understand and validate the reasons why we don't, can't, or won't forgive, and then use the forgiveness process in a way that doesn't make us feel like we're betraying our own emotions and giving someone else a free pass for their bad behavior. Here are five reasons why forgiveness is so hard, and then I'll tell you how you can forgive with grace and ease and feel like a winner. Number one, we want validation of our emotions and our pain from the person who was responsible for creating it. We all feel this way, no matter who we are, how old we are, or how spiritually enlightened we are. When someone does something that requires us to consider forgiveness, it involves inconsiderate, mean, rude, or otherwise bad behavior. And we want them to admit that they caused us pain. Of course, we probably won't get it, but that doesn't mean that we don't want it and we'll hang out for it for a very long time. An acknowledgement of our pain or an apology validates our experience in a way that allows us to have completion and closure to soothe our wounded feelings and pride. Number two, our anger about the situation empowers us and becomes our purpose. 
Anger may be limiting in some ways, but it is very empowering in other ways. And if we're angry enough about something, we can use that anger to move forward to prove someone wrong. Who doesn't remember that scene in the movie Gone with the Wind where Scarlett O'Hara is standing in the field and she raises her hand and vows, as God is my witness, I'll never be hungry again. And then she builds this vast empire so that she never has to worry about getting hungry again. Or if you saw the movie from the, uh, I think, late 90s, Mare Has Two Faces, Barbara Streisand's character uses her anger at being rejected by her husband to lose weight and create a whole new image. Anger can be a powerful motivating tool that we can use to show someone that we're going to succeed in spite of what they've done to us, or it keeps us locked into victim mode to compel them to acknowledge our pain. And if we forgive them, we have to let go of all that anger and we lose access to it as a source of power. Number three, we grieve the unfulfilled expectations that are now lost forever. When someone does something to us and forgiveness is part of the process that has to occur in order for the relationship to have some semblance of connectivity and and to bring some of the things in the relationship back together again, something has happened to violate our trust. Something has happened to violate our confidence and the integrity of our connection. So even though you forgive someone, The relationship is never the same because a certain element of innocence and of intimacy has been removed from that relationship because of what happened. And that's just part of this whole process. So when someone violates your trust, when they betray you, when they say something mean about you, when they do something that that hurts you, whether it's unconscious or deliberate, something goes on and you know what I'm talking about something happens in the relationship and it's like a certain level of connection is just gone and the expectations and the innocence and that sense of connection and the free part of the relationship there's a certain freedom in the relationship that part is gone and it'll never come back and we do grieve that even if you forgive someone and you put your relationship back together and you start off on a different path together there is still a part of you that is not fully engaged with them because they've already betrayed you once or they have already done something once and that part is lost and all the expectations that go along with it are gone too and every relationship has some level of expectation connected to it which is what we use to create our plans and map out the future that we believe we have with this relationship. If you've ever watched my Enlightening Life Live Wednesday broadcast, I've done this experiment with a rubber band before where I, two of you with the rubber band not stretched out, and then I stretch one end of the rubber band and I say, well, this is your expectation. And then what happens if you let go of the stretched out end of the rubber band, it snaps back and of course it hurts your finger. But that's why I also say why we don't have a broken heart. We have broken expectations. And the more expectations we have, the more we suffer the blowback when the relationship ends. Or even if it doesn't end, when something happens and we have to apply forgiveness and we have to go through some kind of exercise and make new choices and make decisions about the relationship, even to the point of does it continue or not or do I want to be here or not? That brings about the end of a lot of the expectations that you can have in a relationship. Can we forgive someone for destroying our carefully made future plans and projects? And what do we use to fill in the gap that is left over when our expectations aren't realized? Who pays for our broken dreams and lost future? 
this is the source of the grief and we aren't letting go of it easily it is too painful too humiliating and too real for us to just forgive and forget closer to someone is to us also the greater the grief the more grief we feel and the more powerfully we feel it and the more expectations we can have and the harder it is to let go number four we cannot accept that someone's behavior towards us is actually aligned with who they are and not who we thought they were and we take that very personally we cannot forgive them in the contents of forgiveness as a process of release and the completion and closure that goes along with it because we believe that whatever is happening is about us when it is it is not it is about the other person most people do not have the ability to see people as they are we see them as we hope they could be wish they were or want them to be in the future so we ignore their current faults the little things they do to upset or hurt us and we pretend that this is not the real them they're just having a bad day this is our way of filling in our own energy gaps in relationships when we cannot find the exact match to what we want we get the closest possible match and then we set our expectations really high and we engage our healing engine and we get to work we also don't acknowledge that our light and energy are what compels people to reject us it simply does not occur to us that there is a mismatch in our energetic frequency that makes someone so uncomfortable that they will engage in behavior that forces a separation this occurred to me after many years of talking to clients who'd been betrayed by a partner or someone who'd done something their their behavior just became bad or they were doing things that were unacceptable and I said you know most people don't have the courage to go up to someone and say I understand we've been in this relationship and it's come to the end of the energy road for me and I just need to walk away I'm just letting you know that I, I have to be done I can't deal with your energy anymore or a husband says to his wife or a wife to her husband you know we're just not energetically compatible anymore let's end it and let's each go our separate ways I think on rare occasions this happens but most of the time somebody will betray you or a partner will have an affair or will do something and the real reason they're doing it is because they want the relationship to end they just don't have the courage or the energetic bandwidth or the emotional bandwidth to walk up to you and say you know I'm just not happy anymore let's just end this our energy is not compatible but that's why these relationships end this way it's more about an energetic incompatibility than it is about you in the context that someone looks at your energy and says I can't handle this it's just your energy is too high there's such an energetic mismatch there's such an energy gap between you you can't put out enough energy to fill the gap and even if you do they can never achieve that level of energy because they don't want to it's not part of their soul mission or it's just not right for them our intentions are good noble and are in their best interests we want them to see the light to be happier to have more joy and to expand into the potential that we see them in them and we believe that is it's right and best for them while it's a wonderful gift to hold energy for others it's not realistic to expect them to step comfortably and permanently into that energy gap to fill it when it probably isn't 
right for them and it's something that they will never be able to achieve. Number five, we think we have to forgive everything without any benefit to us and mistake the term forgiveness for excusing bad behavior as though it didn't exist or the situation didn't happen. Then we have to allow that person or situation to victimize us again because the process of forgiveness is defined in such a general way, implying that we should just let everything go, forgive and forget, and then we think by giving forgiveness, we step back into the same roles like nothing ever happened. We become the victim of something we have no control over now or in the future. It's like an endless replay of the movie Groundhog Day, where we never get out of the victim cycle, we never get the respect we want and deserve, and we're subject to behavior and abuse that never ends. Unless we view forgiveness in a different way, it's rather unappealing and disempowering. So no wonder it's so hard for us to see forgiveness as empowering and beneficial for us. Everyone has a situation in their life, whether it's happening now or has happened in the past, that they feel was unfair, mean, rude, or abusive. And the energy echoes of that situation stay with us, even if we forgive. We don't forget anything. And to force us into that just goes against the way our mind works. You know, I remember my ex-mother-in-law who had this gorgeous table like she had a table a buffet and the chairs and it was a beautiful set 12 chairs it was an, a beautiful antique and I always thought it was a nice set I really didn't want it it wasn't my style but I always thought it was a nice set I remember the very first time I met her and I commented on the set and she said well the buffet is missing the hutch and I didn't get that at the auction and somebody else did and I'm so angry with her and just the way she talked about it and the way she was angry and still fuming about it I thought it had happened last week or the week before it was very recent and I said well maybe you can talk to her and she'll sell it back to you and she said oh no she's had it for 30 years and I thought okay so this is such a problem for you that 30 years later you are just as angry as you were on the day this happened and this is an energy echo. So every time she looks at her beautiful dining room set, instead of seeing this beautiful dining room set, all she hears is the energy echo of, I didn't get the top for the hutch and I'm so angry. So what this does is it makes it difficult for us to forgive, especially in the context of seeing forgiveness as excusing bad behavior. Forgive and forget, be around people who've done bad things to you and just pretend like nothing ever happened. Can you see why it's so hard for us to understand forgiveness and it's something that we don't do very easily or willingly or even gladly because where's our vindication and where's the reward for us and what do we get out of it if we just excuse someone's bad behavior and let them back into our lives? So let me show you a different way to forgive, a different way to use this the way that I've always taught, which makes a lot more sense. It's a lot more empowering and a lot easier to do. But if we view forgiveness differently in a way that does empower us, we can see it as a step on our path to greater empowerment, breaking free of a limiting and painful past and taking control over our relationships and our life. When we view forgiveness as a process of removing energetic connections to people and situations, setting energy boundaries, 
and surrendering to our own joy, forgiveness becomes an endpoint in a lesson. From this vantage point, we are empowered to decide our own energetic destiny and base the forgiveness decision on one thing, what kind of energy we want in our lives. Do we want to deal with mean, rude, inconsiderate, untrustworthy people? Or do we want people who respect us and our energy boundaries and who treat us with the love, honor, and respect that we want and deserve to have from everyone in our life? Do we want to carry the energy baggage of our grief, anger, sadness, resentment, guilt, shame, and any other energy we have around this forever? That's the big forgiveness question. How long do you want to carry this energy? And the answer lets you know whether you're ready to forgive and move up or not. Forgiveness truly is a give we give to ourselves because it puts us in the position of making choices about our energy connection. Every single person in your life and every single situation in your life has an energetic connection with you. That energetic connection either victimizes or empowers you. And you do get to choose which ones you keep and which ones you let go of. While we can't always avoid the karma and unfinished business from our energetic past, we do have lessons to learn. We can use forgiveness as a tool to quickly decide when we are finished with the lesson and the people and situations that are embodied within it and who gets to accompany us on the next step of our journey. And one more thing here, before you think that release also involves removing everybody from your life forever. It can, but it doesn't always have to. We enter into relationships based on our path of spiritual initiation, the lessons and the learning that we have to fulfill in that part of our life and the energetic frequency of those lessons. Then the people and situations come into our life to help us learn those lessons and they are at the energetic frequency that they need to be at to help us with the lessons. At some point, when we decide we're finished with the lessons, notice what I said here, when we decide we're finished with the lesson and we want to achieve enlightenment, which is the ultimate outcome of our path of spiritual initiation, we forgive the situation, the people and ourselves, meaning we end the energetic connection. So we get completion and closure, which is, again, the healing process that I have always taught, and move into another level of energy frequency with new lessons, new connections, and new people. If our previous partners, meaning your family, your friends, your life partners, your intimate partners, your romantic partners, everybody, if they are not willing or able to raise their frequency and move into a new life path with us. That's their choice. And we don't have any control over what people do with their energy choices. We can't coerce them, help them, uh, encourage them, motivate them. All we can do is shine our own light and see how they respond and what they do with their light in return. And I want to clarify that because often when I talk about releasing people and those connections, I get a lot of questions about retaining connections within the family and loved ones and whether we can or should toss people out of our lives. It's not like that. Everyone gets to choose their own energy frequency. And that's the choice someone makes when they decide to accompany us on our new energy path or not. It's not personal to you at all. 
It's always about the energy and what someone feels comfortable with. Let me give you an example. So if you followed me for any length of time, you know I don't like tomatoes. And maybe you invite me over to your house for dinner and you followed me for a while so you know I don't like tomatoes. And the first thing you serve me is a lovely tomato salad. Now, why would you serve me tomatoes if you know I don't like tomatoes? And how do you think I would respond? I would probably not be very happy because I would think you were being extremely inconsiderate and rather rude. The truth is I wouldn't eat the tomatoes because I don't like tomatoes. And it's not about you personally. It's I personally do not like tomatoes. For example, if you fed me something with bananas in it, I have to be careful about eating bananas because I'm allergic to bananas. I can eat some raw banana, but not a lot. And if I said, oh, well, I can't have bananas and you got your feelings hurt and I would have to tell you, well, I'm allergic to bananas. I can't eat them because I have a bad reaction to them. And you were still angry. What's the problem here? Well, you're taking it personally when it's not personal. I don't like tomatoes and I'm allergic to bananas. So I wouldn't eat either one. And it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's all about me. And we need to take this focus off of ourselves and thinking someone makes choices in spite of us or because of us or because it has something to do with us when it doesn't. They make these choices because your light's too bright and it makes them really uncomfortable or your light's not bright enough and you know they need somebody with a little bit brighter light or your light's just right and it feels great. So give yourself the gift of forgiveness to release the pain of the past. Now that you know that it's a process of releasing old energy and embracing a new energy frequency and vibration so you can move forward in your life and be free of the past. Let me say that again. Forgiveness is a choice of energy frequency. Yes, you want to have this energy in your life forever. No, you don't. And then you move on and you can move on because you've made a choice for energy. The opposite of forgiveness is resentment. And you've heard me say this before. The word resentment comes from the French word ressentir, which means to feel again. So if you won't forgive, remember, it doesn't have anything to do with excusing bad behavior. That's a whole different topic. When you decide I'm, I'm forgiving you and I only want people in my life who love, honor, and respect me, you just cut the connection to that person and their bad behavior because unless they can respect those energy boundaries and love, honor, and respect you, they won't have a place in your life anymore. You don't have to excuse bad behavior or allow mean people to stay in your life. But if you want true freedom, you can choose forgiveness and empower yourself out of situations you no longer need or want in your life. Surrender is the way we allow and receive new frequencies. So surrender to your joy, peace, love, abundance, and freedom, and shine on with empowered clarity and confidence by forgiving and setting the new energy boundaries and the new energy frequencies for your life so that your life is full of people who do love, honor, and respect you, who can be very cherished life companions, who can embrace the same energy frequency that you do, whose light shines as brightly as yours, and who can accompany you on that next part of your ascension journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. 
If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together. 